Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. And they will say, so like, talk to somebody on the stage. Like joke, like joke. At least I know two marriages. One was our own pastor. A pastor. I mean, two pastors. I can see two pastors from that interaction. So, Mr. Smith. <laughs> As I'm saying hello, I don't know what will happen. Yes, two of pastors with me. One is in a branch here. One is in a branch there. Mr. Smith. Oh, you don't understand. But you didn't know, so I should give you the opportunity to say hello again. Oh, dear, next time, why? <laughs> Father, thank you. Let joy be in the hearts of your children. And let the joy bring strength. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for refreshing us, renewing us. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Put your hands together for the Lord. Give a shout of praise as you sit down. Disturb your neighbor until they are angry with you. And tell them that this is church. Very good. So church, our church is alive. We are not dead. So when you come to church, no quietness. Let's stay quiet and sanctimonious and everything. No. You are allowed to express yourself in the church. I mean, choir is on stage. They are singing and you feel like expressing yourself. Why not? Come round and express yourself. Yes. I mean, Pastor Rabudu has been doing it, but I think his wife has warned him. Yes. Mother-in-law. I mean, if you allow a wife or a girl to not allow you to express yourself, you will die inside. Yes. Ukra girl na ninti waye stiff no ono on she opoda on je on honda. Wana do a niem when ninti waye stiff. Ah uti was abaton we on je So shake somebody and say that I'm 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 driving stiffness. Stiffness out of you. We're too stiff. At the back there, shake somebody and drive the stiffness. Why a chin chin to say we are diplomats? Yeah, Jehovah, so I mean, who said we are diplomats? 
So please, this is why we are not dead people. Are we dead? No. So church is, must be alive. And if you don't like noise, come to this church because you experience noise. And we are also not old people who are about to die. We are all young. Are we not all young? Yes. One pastor said, Ah, church, I am not in because I see it down. Who bass now? Colancola, no bass. I am members. Colancola, no, I am members. You know, I am Colla. Even after now, I am Colancola. Yes. We are young, young people. And we are happy. Are you not happy? If you are happy, let me hear your soul. Very good. The only people who didn't respond are the old people in the church. I didn't hear the old people in the church responding. Where did 32 years? Why your own grandmother? Very good. Netrashi. Signs of disloyalty. Hmm. Do you want to know the signs? Do you have some of the signs? Okay. Uh, these are the graduates. Okay. Disloyalty. A loyal person is a faithful person. A loyal person is a constant person. Constant means the same. The person doesn't change because there are people who change. Today they believe, tomorrow they don't believe. Today you are the only mosquito they allow in their nets. Tomorrow, you are the mosquito they are slapping out of the net. Today, they have a pastor. They say, my pastor is the greatest. Tomorrow, there are the people standing there criticizing the same pastor. What type of demon are you? Yes, it's demonic behavior. And rebellion is from Satan. Satan is the original rebel. Somebody who can organize coup d'etat in heaven to overthrow God so that he will be in charge. He's a wild guy. Yes. And he's wild also because he's able to convince angels, not human beings, angels to agree with him that God is bad. And he is the good person. So they should fight God. And overthrow God. And make him the ruler. Angels. Are you an angel? You are far from angel. eh? So you that you are a normal human being like me. People who are led by the devil and anointed by the devil can easily deceive you. And before you know, 
you are fighting against what you shouldn't fight against. But no, that is not everything you fight against. Do you know that? Do you know that? He was overthrown from heaven, thrown down to the earth, and then he came. Now he's just causing trouble all around. But he was the greatest guy. I mean, this is God, the hierarchy in heaven. God, the Father. Then this is Jesus. The next person is Lucifer. Yes. So important. So rebellion is born of Satan. You are fighting against authority. You are fighting against your leader. You are, if you meet people who are fighting against a leader, don't add yourself to it because the end of it, somebody went to court because um, somebody, he said somebody put on Facebook that the end of all rebels is what? Execution. So he said the person has threatened him. And he took him to court. No, no, no. None of But as I thought about the thing, no. Fine, what picture? But the end of rebels is what? If you take Satan, uh, Lucifer, what happened to him? They threw him down. If they throw you from heaven, will you like it? If you take Ahitophel, what happened to him? He went and hung himself. If you take Absalom, what happened to him? Hey, or would tell me so much, say, as he was on the horse, and he was hanging, the Bible says, between heaven and earth. Can you imagine? I mean, what, what magic is that? It's not possible, but it is only for a rebellious person that he drew crowd him and I'm hanging like this. Wow. So that is the end of it. And in our church, we believe in loyalty. Yes. Because that's also what has helped us to be what we are. And it will help you to also be a great person. Yes. If it is not loyalty, it's unfaithfulness. It's uh, um, people who are changing and um, disloyal, unfaithful, causing trouble all around you. Is that the kind of person you want to have around you? No. So it's something we need. Yet when you talk about it, then some people think that it's not important. If you are going to marry and you marry a changing person. One time he said, oh, sweet, you are the lovers. I've never seen any angel like this before. Look, I can, when I'm walking, I don't see anybody since I met you. It's like I'm blind to the world. And it is only when I see you, then my eyes open and I begin to admire the beauty that you have. And then the same person, some months after, they have free me so. Jimmy and Jimmy and Papa and What things that they can say to the same person? How many girls want to have a, a, a husband like that? You don't want it, so 
we are teaching in our church, our bishop, our uh, pastor has led us to learn how to be loyal. And we teach it as teachings, doctrine, to understand and to also open your eyes. So that when you see, if it's not yourself, and you see it, you can identify that this is what I'm seeing. If you have a business that you are doing, some job, and then the people you have employed to work for you, they are disloyal. They are against you, but you don't know. When you can say, oh, boss, oh, boss, uh, thank you very much, oh, boss, yes, we are very happy. Are you happy? Oh, yes, boss, we are happy. When they will insult you, they will address you, and something, I was working somewhere, and after work, like after five, I happened to be in a place, it's, it's a corridor, but it's all glass, so you could see the outside, not outside, inside the yard. And these big people, they park their cars on this other side, so they drive across the yard, and they'll go out. I was shocked. People were standing there in, in the, you know, the type of glass you don't see the person, but he sees you. Pardon? I see you, no see me. Yes. And everybody that will drive, they have their own insult. Insult this one, this one doesn't know anything. And he just came, he's nothing. As I was standing there, and they, had, they were inside, so I knew what they would be saying about me, too. <laughs> True. Because me, too, I had come not long. And I had a car, a new car, but mine was not in there, it was out there. <laughs> but I know that hey, these people are dangerous people. Don't join such a group, okay? When you hear these things, you say, hey, bad people are here. I don't have to be in it. Because before you know, you have joined Absalom. And they are chasing you in the woods. When it's, it's war, it's only one person that will die. You will die before you realize that you are following the wrong person. But then he are finished you. Yeah. So, signs are, why do we need signs? We need signs because things are not very clear. Or rather, nobody will come and say that I am disloyal. Me, I don't believe the pastor. I don't believe the founder. I don't believe the church. Nobody will talk like that. But your signs are every day. It Do you get it? Young girls, the boys who come to you, don't they love you? Do they come to you and say, oh, you, I don't like you, but I still come. You are not nice, but still. Is that what they say? When they come to you, you are the nicest of all. You are the nicest they have ever seen. But you also have to take your time and have sense and have wisdom and have some leading to see into the thing and you see some signs and then you say that do his mouth by his lips he's saying this this that by his actions he's a very wicked person I'm about to follow so 
God help you to see? Because here we use science to see. Why do you need science? You need science also because, like let's say, if you are a doctor, what do doctors use? Is it not science? They call it symptoms. Just the science. And they will ask you questions. Do you feel dizzy at six o'clock? Um, do you go to toilet at this time every day? So, uh, depending on your answers, then they know that this is likely what is happening to you. Yes. Your symptoms. Yes, that's what it is. If somebody says that I'm coughing, I'm sneezing, I mean, uh, coronavirus, we all became doctors. Is that not so? Yes. And uh, what else? I, I, I've lost uh, taste and I can't smell in. I mean, immediately you move away from the person and say that, have you done any test to see what is happening? Because there's nothing written here that this person has coronavirus, but by the signs. Yes. So watch yourself. Which of these signs are with you? And then watch the people around you. Okay? Very good. Do you want science? Do you want to see disloyal people around you? Do you want to know how we know that you are disloyal? You. Yes. Very good. Number one. A person who disappoints you in times of pressure or crisis. Well, A person who will do what? Disappoint. When? Time of crisis. Times when there are, there's a crisis or there's some difficulty or there's some pressure around. You won't see such a person. In another place, we call them fair weather people. They will be around, they will be praising the Lord and they are happy with the church and they are happy with everything that is going. They are happy with your job and they are happy with your person because everything is okay and everything is nice. We have a nice church and air conditioner is working and everything. But when there's a crisis, there's trouble, there's some kind of situation in the church. Even recently when some people went to town and were writing things and saying things about the church. There were some church members who vanished. So they are around. But because somebody is saying that the church is like this, the leader is like this, this like that, there's pressure and it is being talked about, bad things are being said about the church, then you don't see them anymore. These are disloyal people. Watch out for your real friend. Your real friend is the one who will stay with you and stick to you even when things are not okay. It is hard for you. You have a problem. He will still come and he will still be around. I always remember this guy in Commonwealth Hall. Do you know Commonwealth Hall? Yes. And Commonwealth Hall, it's a very nice hall. I don't know how it is now, but... um, they have everything. They have 
they are too troublesome. And they are also very nice. It's the place where social, like, life is the best. And they also had justice systems. Yes. If you steal, they will deal with you. So this guy went to steal. When you go and steal, they will catch you and put you on a truck, trucky, and drive you, Commonwealth is up, up there. All the way to the gate. There's some very dirty pond that used to be there. We call it Gono Pond. There are other ponds in the house where normal ponding for recreation. But this one is Gono Pond for punishment. So this guy was brought in there. They ponded him badly. And then after that, they put you on the truck. And this, no, they don't put you. This are you would drag the trucky back up. And as they were coming back with it, and um, they are giving you the day. It's not like you alone. There's Jama following you as you are coming and you are pulling the thing. Then this lady comes out of water hall with white towel. And then he continued his journey. They said, that is his girlfriend. Yes. This is a loyal girlfriend. Oh, this is a loyal girlfriend. I'm sure that he never married her or anything. I don't know what happened. But I mean, like in times of disgrace, crisis, everything... And you will come out of, I mean, you will be coolly somewhere. You wish nobody will associate you with the person. But she came out white towel. No, the people go no It's not nice. What the people then she went back and he continued. So, who is your friend? Who is your friend? People will be around people. Because they have money. When the money is not there, poor no friend. Yes. But somebody to stay and be there in times of crisis. If, let's say, people in the area want to attack us, they have come, the whole place is giddy, 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 giddy. You will stay somewhere in the dark there and say, ah, but are you not a member of this? Oh, what they be now? Who says I'm crossing over? Move free, be there. Anna, 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 then Anna, Kanzo, Anna Kanzo. Into a moti Anna Kanzo. No, I be far away from that. That's all. Meanwhile, today we the green ball come on. What's it? When trouble comes, we can say on come home. Yeah, there was a time that our church was under attack at Koligono. I mean, that Sunday was bloody Sunday. Blood. Because real fight, the people came and they met resistance. They ended up smashing cars and spoiling things and all kinds of wild things. That's the day I was ordained. 
Yes. Is it 31st May? It's a reverend's birthday, 31st, 31st May. 1998. Yeah. Yeah. And some people as they say, I don't want to go to a church where they will come and smash my car. That's it. I don't want to go to a place where they will come and throw stone. That's all. But if you are a loyal person, even when whatever is happening, you are there. You are part of it. You are inside and you are in it. Not that when there's crisis, we don't see you again. People are attacking the church, so I've left. It doesn't work like that. Number two, people who disappoint you when they are under pressure. I, I didn't read the scripture for you, but the first one, Acts 15, 38. But Paul thought not good to take him, John Mark, with them who departed, deserted from them. You see, so if you read that whole this thing, you understand that this guy was with them, and then he left. And as they were continuing, then Barnabas wanted to take the same John Mark, and Paul said, no way. Somebody who has left me in my crisis, I will not go with him again. Yes. Number two, a person who disappoints you when they are under pressure. So when, the, the first one is when there's crisis or problems around. But this second one is the person is under pressure. What are some of the pressures somebody can be under? Like what? Money. Eh, he doesn't have financial problems, so I've gone. Have you heard some before? Does it not happen? Yes, I don't have money, so I can't come to church. Some would say, I have some problems. I'm solving the problems. When I finish, I'll come. What are the other pressures? No job. I've lost my job, so I won't come to church. I'm no longer flowing. What else? Funeral. Well, maybe that's... My mother died, you didn't come. Yes. So that's marital. Marital pressures. And it can be very serious pressure. Yes. To the point that you begin to blame the people around. Yes. Pastors. Whatever. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. I mean, it can be very strong. Said that everybody around is becoming an enemy to you. Because you think, immediately you think that they should have solved the problem. And they didn't solve it. And that's how it is. And I'm experiencing one now. As I'm here. Yes. I, I, I thought I tried. Yes. But now as the thing, something, something, then I'm being accused. Do you see? A pastor is a helper. Your marriage is your marriage. It's your marriage. Yes, you are responsible is the word. It's your marriage. And you are responsible. 
But we are there to help. Pastors can help. Counselors can help. Everybody can help you in this way or that way or that way. And Look, we are always ready to, but don't think that it is the responsibility of the pastor to ensure that your marriage is working. How, how can he? When you are inside there, when it was good and you are enjoying there, were you inviting him home sometimes? Even the person who officiated your wedding crowd won't kind of you. And then when there are problems, then you see this marriage cry, you see, it is this guy who officiated the marriage. And look at the problem that maybe he's not anointed. That's why he's not a, a powerful man of God. That's why there are problems in the marriage. Now, when you were enjoying the light soup, he was powerful. Oh, yeah. So if I hear, and I do hear, people who say that, I, why didn't you come to church? Oh, there are some issues, there are some problems. I'm solving them. When I finish, I'll come. I see you in this thing. Have you heard somebody with this excuse before? Who are solving problems? They are under problem. they are under uh, crisis, or they have some pressure. And because of that, even they have left their basenta. Because they lost their job. They left their center because they failed their exam. I know people who have failed exam and they have left the church. Yes. I don't know whether they are angry with their pastor or they are angry with God. Some say that God has disappointed them. But some also think that the pastor didn't pray for them. That's why they failed. Hey, we are lazy. That's why you failed. Failing exam is a result of laziness. The mid first cause reason why you fail exam is laziness. When you finish solving your problem, then you come, man. Eh? Even in marriage, people do. Husband, it's not coming. So, what's that? Why, you know, I have some problems. You wait. When I finish solving, then I'll come. No, 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 no. The signs are there. It's a sign of somebody who is going out of order. And you are out of order. Yes. Completely out of order. Hmm. When they are under pressure. Proverbs 25, 19. Your beloved has left you. So then, issues or relationship. Now you don't come to church because you have issues. Or you have been in church for some time. Nobody is beloved dozing you. Hmm. Proverbs 25, 19. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth. And a foot out of joints. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble. Like a broken tooth. Have you experienced broken tooth before? Or a foot out of joint when you have, you have twisted or something 
how it can hurt. That is the way when you walk with somebody who is unfaithful. You have confidence in him. In time of trouble, he's as, he can hurt you in this way. Yes. So, watch the signs in you and also watch the signs in people. So, if somebody is saying everything, but for some time it's not there, why are you not there? Because ABC, I have to solve my problem, and when I finish, you have a beloved, I have problems, I'm sorry, when I finish, I'll come. Anyone, Master, when TA preaching, no. Yes. Would you preaching in a still? Would you dear? Watch out for girls. Yes, in two and three. Next one people who have moral weaknesses. They are signs. I'm talking about signs. Moral means that. They can't control their sexual desires. There are people in the church, some men, who go after everybody, including dancing stars. Kamato Sakatayanda. There was a time I felt that they were too young in Then the next time. Actually, somebody came to stand by me like this. I looked at the person. I couldn't recognize who she was. Because we are called she wig. No, look, when I saw them in the wig, I said, no, 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 no. You stay the way you are. And yet, a grown-up man in church. Married with children. You are following little, little girls. In the church. Is it a good? So, when you, you have leaders with moral weaknesses, they, they are, they, they, I alert people, they can fall or they can become anything at any time. And watch, I can't give you details, but many of the people who rebel and who become something behind the thing, no. They have these things. Some are known. Many of them is known. Some of them is not known. Yes, but it comes up later on. Yeah. And you find out that for all that they are doing, one, I don't know how it links very nicely, but one of the things is that morally, they are not good. If you have a leader with a persistent problem of immorality, please take note of such a person. He could disappoint you or turn against you one day. 
the Bible says a leader must live a holy life, treating the young ladies as sisters and not as girlfriends. First Timothy 5.2. Put the scripture there for us, please. The elder women as mothers, uh, put from verse 1. Treat older women as you would your mother. And treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sisters. Do you chase your sister in the house? So treat them, the younger ones, as you would treat your... Well, yeah, I don't have any sister, so I don't know how to treat... <laughs> but sometimes it's true. My youngest son, some, somebody came to the house some time ago and they were playing. And I saw that he didn't know how to play with a girl. So he was playing like his, the way he plays with the our boys. I said, no, 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 this one is a girl. <laughs> This one is a girl, so you can't run like that and push her like that. You have to be very soft and very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Read it. So listen, when you see a nice sister in the church, this your sister, okay? Don't tell you, I've seen a chick. You've seen a babe. Treat the younger women with all purity as you would your own sisters. Even when your things are coming, tell your things, hey, go and sleep. This is my sister. Only in the church we marry our sisters. So by that time you are ready. And the girls, if somebody is showing all these signs and says, what is the person looking for? Then you ask her, are you ready to marry? No. So then why are you listening to him? Why are you following him? Because the reason why a boy will follow a girl in the church is marriage. That's all. There's no boyfriend, girlfriend here. Beloved means we are relating and preparing to marry. That's what we have in the church. It's called beloved. There's no boyfriend, girlfriend in the church. So if somebody is your boyfriend... Boyfriend is, girlfriend is like, do you see, for now, we in a minute, no. You are not studying yourself. There's no studying, like, yes, and you do bad things. Yes, that's boyfriend. But yet, beloved means, I've gone to see my pastor. We have introduced ourselves to our pastor, and our pastor knows that we are relating. He has been meeting us, and very soon we are starting marriage counseling, and we are getting ready to marry. That's beloved. So if you are 17 years, and somebody comes after you, then I ask you, are you ready to marry? He said, no. Why are you listening to it? It's not working. Yes. So, verse 2. Did we read verse 2? Bring verse 2. 
blessing. Treat older women as, okay, that's the verse we read, okay. And the young women as a person who lives continually in sin is often in rebellion against God. So you are doing it, you are in rebellion against God. That attitude of rebellion can be turned onto any of God's representatives at short notice. Because you know God says, don't do this. And you are doing it. You are a rebel against, if you can rebel against God, you can rebel against human beings as well. So, the young men in the church, let's control ourselves. Young men say amen. Everybody is rebellion because as you are doing the thing, you know that I'm going against God, but you are still doing it. Control yourself. Tell a young man sitting by you, respect yourself. You don't have men. Yeah, they are here. Tell them. Yes. Joseph has scholarship, but he managed to run away. Number four. People who have financial weaknesses. Science. Somebody with financial weakness. Financial weakness is Tembia Alapano. You can have some financial weakness or financial something one time or the other, but yours is a permanent. Chronic, very good. Chronic financial turmoil. Can't do anything, can't respond. So when there's something, even maybe you are even a pastor. So, okay, pastors, we are contributing to do this. Now, willful. Or in the ministry, we are doing this, this, that, that. Now, what are you at? The reason financial la Jean n'aime pas le bruit. Scampé de dé. That's why, especially pastors, one tries to guide, help, move, encourage, sometimes even force them, like build a house. It's like by force. There are times uh, it become a problem to talk up between me and recently one of my pastors, story building. Yes. Then he reminded me of, we went for a funeral in Volta region. <laughs> and when everything, you know, we sat down for refreshment and this issue came up. 
of his building because he wasn't building and it wasn't easy there. And then like after that, he took me back to the place that this is where the whole thing started from. That he wasn't happy. So, you see somebody, maybe I faced him too much about not building and he wasn't happy. But what was the reaction? Go and force and build. But you too, you say that you are angry so you are going away. You never have a house in your life. You rent, ah, even when you are on retirement, you still be renting. Yes. You senior for the tenants. Ah, we chair light bills. Yes, you now chair light bill for all the other tenants. Because at the time that you should have risen up to say that, no, the way this guy talks about this thing, da, 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 I have to do something. You didn't. You are rather angry. And there are also people who have been angry with me because I'm talking about their own life, their own building. I'm forcing you to build so you are angry with me. Will I ever come and sleep in your house? As we were going around, then he said, this is the guest room. I said, oh, then I'll come and visit so that I'll have some fun in your guest room. But when will I visit? Zero. I mean, it's negative 10% chance if there's any negative improbabilities that I'll go and sleep there. Yeah. Do you see? So, pastors and leaders must fight against poverty. It's called intractable poverty. Intractable is a word. You can't control it. You can't drive it away. And research shows that the main cause of this type of poverty is laziness. Yes. The number one cause of this poverty is laziness. And I know you will not agree. You blame everybody and not your laziness. Yes. But they have done research. I'm not even reading. The Bible also talks about that. A little sleep, a little footing of the hand. And then poverty shall come to you like an armed man. Can you sack an armed robber? So you open your eyes. Armed robber is standing there with his guy. He say, hey, get out of my house. He will be in your house and do what he wants to do. When he finishes with you, then he will leave. Even when you call police, they won't come. Because they can't come and sack him from your house. Yes. All right? So, every person, and especially if you are a leader, believe God and fight against financial weaknesses. Are you listening to me? For God will lead you. God will show you the way. God will, God will show you what to do to come out of this situation. You will not be a permanent uh, inhabitant of the financial pit. People don't believe the way they are looking at me. I mean, me, I believe it because I've been in the church serving the Lord for so many years and I've seen people who were a certain way, nothing with nothing, without nothing, 
And then as time goes on, God lifts up people, lifts up people, lifts up people, lifts up this one, this one is, this one is, this one is, and the same thing is happening to you. I said it's happening to you. There's a lifting up in the spirit, and those who are willing and obedient, if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Yes. But fight against laziness. And the first manifestation of laziness is your inability to learn in school. And I've said it. I think I've said it already here. Yes, maybe you know what it is born. Their head is always smelling. They can't learn. Maybe it's like that. But I, 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 I am not a subscriber to that thing. Yes. Me, I feel that if you fight to learn, you can make it. Yes. Anything you give yourself to fight, you, you, you get results out of it. Some pastors say like their church never grows. It doesn't do well. I also don't agree to that one. It is because you haven't I've done everything and it's not working. You haven't done everything. If you do what you have to do, you put pressure on the thing. At a certain time, the church will say, look, what pressing me at do have my bread. Now growth come. And then the church will begin to grow. Yeah. So may God open your eyes to see what to do and come out of it. The transfer your friend. Now, who criticize it? It's not your fault. It's your pocket's fault. And I pray that God will heal that disease in the pocket. Yes. When you come and they say, give an offering of hundreds, they say, ah, I didn't pass that no hundred and one on him. On him thousand. That's what you say. Because somebody did that. After the pastor took the offering, then he said, ah, why did you, why do you always call this? Because me, this is what I want to give. I want to give thousand. But every day when you come, you say hundred. Why? Is that what you say? Yes, you should say that. Not that. You don't understand. <laughs> you have made your face like what? Sister is, is ghost. You don't hear that. A ghost face. When we see your face, we are afraid. If it was only your face in the church, you would not take offering. But I'm saying it's not your fault. It's your pocket fault. And we are healing that fault in the pocket in the name of Jesus. Yes. So people become rebellious or disloyal because of their own financial problems. Yes. John 12 verse 6. Put the scripture there for me quickly. This he said, not that he cared for the poor. You remember the, uh, Judas. But because he was a thief and had the bag and bear what was put therein. So this Judas is carried. When somebody poured the alabaster, he said that, look, this thing could have been sold and been given to the poor. And he said that he said that not because he loved the poor, but because he himself was a thief. And unfortunately, he was the a financial secretary or treasurer 
of the ministry who had the bag, the bank account that had the money. So you can imagine such a person. No doubt that he is the one who went to betray Jesus. Yes. Because we see we mistakes, we fault, we problems. And you beat somebody as causes. And look at them. They are always nicely dressed and we don't even have anything to wear. And look at the car that is driving. I mean, if you have a very good car, will you complain about somebody's car? Oh. If you see where the person lives, hey, yeah, you charge money to build a house. And they say, if you were living in a posh house, you would not complain about a small house that a pastor is living in. So all the complaints and all the criticisms, it is because of pocketitis. There's a disease in the pocket. That's why you are talking a lot like that. So may God heal that pocket for every leader. God heal that pocket. I'm so happy to see my leaders do well, prosper. Yeah. They have built a house or they are building a house. Then I'm happy. Joe, I'm telling you. Very happy. I want it. When they wear nice dresses like this, it's nice. Very look at my leaders, very nicely. Dressed, but that's not really what I want. What I want is show me a picture of your house, then that's it. Yes, because real breaking away from poverty is your house picture. Yes, not your African, uh, how do they call it? Kaftan. No, it's not a sign. Number five leaders or people who are. Worldly. What pay you too much? Into a honor say you are seeing dead There's it's a sign that this person will be away one day. So if you are a leader, you are a pastor, you have somebody, you are moving with the person, working with the person, but the person wants to go for uh, what thing do they do in town? What is Chalewate? Festival called Chalewate. Then he's going there. And then uh, some musician has come to town. He's in town. Uh, uh, they are doing this. I'm dead. They're dead. They're dead. Look, that person, give the person some time and he will manifest. Yes. If you are a person in the church, you are a Christian in the church, and these are the things you desire. Won't check. Won't check. Because, where is the scripture? 2 Timothy 4.10. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. And he departed unto Thessalonica. Thessalonica no joy anymore. I mean, look at Paul. You, you are walking in villages and you are preaching. They are stoning you. They are, they are beating you and everything. This guy too, he liked enjoyment. So he goes to the city, Thessalonica. <laughs> to go and enjoy. There are nightclubs over there and there are blue gates in the place. And you say what? Mission. Oh boy. So if you love, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. And he said that if the love of the world 
is in you. Where does it come from? Put that scripture 215. Put that scripture. First John. Yeah. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Yeah. You like to watch films. That's what you want. You don't do quiet time. This one, hey, football. This one, you, you love the things. He said the love of the Father is not in you. What is in you is the love of the world. And you manifest it. You can marry somebody you don't love. But the person you love is this one. Yes. As time goes on, it, even if you become a king, yes, it will still be manifest. We will now find out that too. Sana, it is true. Uh-huh. If you don't understand it, don't worry. The day you become king, you understand. <laughs> yeah. You have married somebody, but you like somebody else. Hey, guys, who the better you like pie is this. But this one was available. Or this one fits into the type of person, the, the role. Yeah, very well. Not the other one. It will show up. Number six. People who think that they can do what you do, what you are doing better than you can. People who think they can do what you are doing better than you are doing it. So if you are a Bacenta leader, your Bacenta leader, if you are in the Bacenta member, your Bacenta is sharing at the Bacenta meeting. You are watching with your eyes and this is, uh, but this is, I can even do better. Check yourself, it's a sign. Yes. The fact that he is the one sharing doesn't mean he's the best preacher. I'm preaching here. There are better preachers who are sitting down and they are listening to me. How many have heard Bishop Kofi preach before? Is he not a better preacher? Yes, but he's sitting down and listening. How many have heard Pastor Seydoux before? I mean, the day I was here and he preached, I really felt like going to register at the registration table as a church member so that he would preach to me every day. But I mean, it doesn't, don't let it even get into your head that you can do. Because look, it looks like you can do, but when you, you are there to do, I'm here, I'm preaching Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Those who preach and they say they are very wild, they preach one Sunday. <laughs> And then that one Sunday when they come, it's like, wow. I don't know about sweating. But how to preach every Sunday and let the people still come again and be smiling in the church and be happy in the church and be laughing in the church. I tell you. So, don't, you see, one time I studied, I didn't study, but I saw a preacher many years ago. I wasn't a pastor. Preaching like I'm preaching. Coolly read the scripture. Then he's walking. 
And then he's talking. I said, oh, this thing is great. I can do it. Yes. Because I used to preach in my fellowship. But then be a very hard. I don't know whether I would stand at one place and it was. So I said, then walking and talking, I said, oh, I can't do this one. That, that, that's a nice one. So next time I had the opportunity, I read the scripture and I started walking like that. I talked small. I realized that, no, the thing was not there. It wasn't coming. Almost, I, I, I don't know what to say again. Yes. So when you see, when I saw it, very simple and nice, walking and talking. I'm just walking and talking, and then I'll mention somebody, I'll say alligator, and you laugh at you to come and preach and say alligator. So, in Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 4, this is, um, um, what's his name? Absalom. Hmm. Absalom thought he could do his father's job better than he was doing it. Absalom is an orangu. Do you know that? Yes. He said, Absalom said, moreover, oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man which has any suit or cause might come unto me, and I will do him justice. Now go to verse 3. He has said something before that. And Absalom said unto him, See, thy matters are good and right, but there is no man deputed of the king to hear thee. So people are coming to the king, they have a cause, and they want the king to do whatever. Absalom is sitting at the gate. When you come, say, what's your problem? Hey, my neighbor came and slapped me and took my wife away three days now. I had him brother. Your matter there is very good, though. What's me at the power? But unfortunately, king will know. Only time for you. And on us, on Shadda appointed me. Said me, I'm a deputy. Now come more justice. Completely. In other words, if I was put there, I would have done this job better. Yes. And very soon he became a rebel. You know that. Very good. Next one. A, a person who is prepared to attack his own father or senior in the ministry. After this, I'll give you one more. Attack your own father or your senior in the ministry. Who is the example here? It's Absalom. Say Absalom. Absalom. Very good. You want to attack your father? That's what Absalom did. In the body and many have been talking about this, girls and boys, who fight against your mothers and your feathers. It is Absalomic. Yes, the spirit behind that thing is the spirit of Absalom. One day, your hair will be in the tree and your body will be swinging there like that. Unfortunately, Munyamu real so yours it will hold your hair. Yes. Because the tree also knows that the hair is artificial. You hang between heaven and earth. Yes. So anybody you have a friend who fights the mother, don't associate with such a person. You hear me? Yeah. And don't do it. That's what Absalom did and I mean, can you imagine? I, I picture the thing that you are on a horse. 
riding, creak, 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 creak. Then suddenly, before you knew, you are hanging and swinging like that because a tree holds your hair and manages to keep you your whole weight like that, hanging until Joab comes to find you and finishes you. Yeah, that's how it is. It's a case. Yes. Has somebody fallen down? Last point. Wounded people who have never recovered from their heads. Do you see? Again, Absalom is all in Second Samuel chapter 13. Absalom hated Amnon because he had forced his sister. Tamar. Look, this guy, they were brothers, but he, Absalom and Amnon, same father. Absalom and the girl, Tamar, same mother, same father. Usually, when there are different mothers, the children stick together in mother foods. Yes, this one children, this one children. So although we are born by the same father, my real sister is the one from my mother. That's how it was working. So you see, Tamar had raped Absalom's sister. Do you see? But uh, Amnon has raped Absalom's sister. But Absalom's sister is Amnon's sister. And the guy was offended. He was hurt. And Bible says that for two years, you are just watching Amnon, his brother, go and come, go and come, go and come, go and come. If you don't overcome it, you will do something. And then one day, I say, me here party. Me invite me here, Amnon, so bra. Two years on an inkasai. Which will be on Kasa for two years. Or your party no invite you. I had dream with you. If the person liked you to invite you to a party, he will you, you, you like you. You will see that he likes you. Yes. So if you want me to come to your party, try and talk to me. If you don't talk to me, then one day you come from the middle somewhere and say, I'm doing party, I'm invited. I'll remember Second Samuel chapter 13. <laughs> True. So he went to the party with all the king's children and he had given instruction that this man, when you see that he's drunk, I will give the sign. When I give the sign, finish him. That's it. After two years, he went for the party. Happy. My brother's party. Why not? Enjoy. Then the brother was, oh, I'm, I'm known. Have more drink. Drink more. Be happy. They say, watch me, watch me. I'm known. Eat the kebab. I'm known. <laughs> eat the more kebab. Eh? Eh, bring more kebab for my brother. Then they'll bring. This, that, that, that. You want to dance. Oh, uh, this is uh, my concubine. Come and dance. Everything. Then when Amnon was drunk, uh, then he gave the sign. 
definition. One touch. So please, something happened and you were hurt. Overcome it. How do you overcome? Pray to God about it. Secondly, talk the matter to your pastor. Yes. That this, 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 and I was hurt. Or this person said this, or this thing happened to me. Say it. Talk about it. When you are able to talk about it to somebody, it will help you. And even by merely talking, it's a way of overcoming it. Because people are hurt. They are in the church and they are hurt. Maybe the person preaching has hurt you. Because I get surprised at people that I have hurt. If I get to know or I hear, like somebody put me in the corner there and told me, you did this, you did this, you did this. I was shocked, but I was happy that the person spoke. After that, we became friends. (laughs) So don't keep it. It's boiling inside. One day, after one year, after two years, after three years, after whatever time, it will manifest, it will come out, it will show. You will do something that you don't have to do. How many signs do we have today? Check. It's signs. Number one is what? Person who disappoints you in times of crisis. Number two is what? When they are under pressure. Yes. Number three is what? Moral weakness. So the men who chase girls from dancing stars. Kamatola shikapa rando tayende. Semaba. Number four. Financial weaknesses. Are you believing God to overcome financial weakness of any sort? You overcome it because you can't be a real leader in the church with financial weaknesses. Financial breakthrough and financial provision is a spiritual thing. And because you are a spiritual person, you overcome it. Then God uses you in the things that you have done. You cannot be a spiritual person, a spiritual leader, and still be under financial crisis. It cannot happen. Say it cannot happen. It cannot happen. It shouldn't happen. I don't expect any of my pastors to be consistently, permanently poor and arrested by intractable poverty. Next one is what? People who are love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If the, if the, world, the love of the world is in you, then the, world, the love of the Father is not there. Next one is what? Who do what? They can do what they are doing better than you are doing it. Is that not so? If I, as I'm preaching, you thought that you could preach better. Now I've preached to you that you are in the science. It's true you can preach better, but I'm the one preaching. So submit yourself. 
Yes. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't preach better. That's why I, I told you the pastors, they can preach better. But I am the one preaching now. So if Pastor Sidhu tells you, oh, the other time I preached, it was more powerful than this. It's a mistake. At least for now. Next one is what? Attack your own father or attack your own mother. Last one is what? Recovered from what? Their head. So if you are head, look, it is a very wild thing because it affects your soul. And it will come out. Yes. The first thing is overcome it. Try to overcome. Me, I lent a key. Do you want to know that key? Key to overcome hurt. Do you want to know? I don't think Portia is interested in knowing the key to overcome being hurt. You, are, you don't want to know. The key is what? I learned from my pastor, Bishop Doug, that when something happens and you are offended, it's a sign of pride. It's a sign that you are proud. Why is it a sign? It's a sign because if you are nobody and they said something to you, why should it affect you so much that you want to go and bend the sea? Do you get it? So the fact that the thing has shed you and has broken you, and it shows that you now you are proud. You think you are something. You think you are so great, and you think you are so whatever. That is why this thing has broken you like that. It's a sign that you are proud. When I got that key, then I said that even to be angry at something, of course, I'm supposed to be angry, but to be, because you have said this to me, or said this about me, or didn't do this, then I'm, no. Overcome it. There are people who work in the church who does the sound. We have fought with him, uh, he's still around. We have fought, I mean, but he's there. Look at him sitting down. Smiling. He's a grown-up person with a voluptuous wife and children in the church. He said, Look, the sound, I don't like it. You have spoiled the sound. Said, if it were you. He said, Ah, now when you are separate, there be a on him, not still all around. You see, you don't have the right heart. You don't have the right heart. If you had the right heart, you would not think the way you are thinking. Yeah. Stand. How many of you have seen yourself in any of the points here? Any of them? Which one? But which is the main one? Tell your neighbor, the person standing by you, the main, the, for me, the main one that relates to me is this. Tell somebody, which is the main this thing? Lift your hands and pray and say that, Lord, deliver from evil whatever is disloyalty around me and in me or whatever is there that will lead me into rebellion one day. 
Lord, help Deliver, me. Lord. Take me out of it. Me out of Deliver it, me from Deliver, it. Lord. In the name of Jesus. Let God deliver you that you will not, you should not be a sign that is about to manifest. One of these days is a full manifestation. No, it shall not be. It shall not be so in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for your great mercy and your great deliverance in Jesus' name. Amen. You are here today, you are not born again. I want to help you to give your life to Jesus that your name will be written in the book of life. Anybody who is here, I want Jesus to come into my heart. Lift up your right hand like this and let me pray with you. I need Jesus. Anybody? Anybody? I need Jesus. If your hand is lifted up, come forward. Open say yes to Christ. Anybody? Come quickly. Quickly. Come quickly. Come to Jesus quickly. Come quickly. God bless you. Come to Jesus quickly. Come. 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 Father, bless these ones, O God. Deliver them from hell. And let heaven be ready to receive them. In Jesus' name. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Come into my heart today. Forgive me my sins. Make me a new person. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory Prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry, singing home.